Blog Talk Radio. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Best Life Cafe. My name is Kathy Anello. I'm the author of the book, Six Months to Live, Making Each Day Matter, and the Making Each Day Matter podcast on iTunes. Together here with my co-hostess, Carrie Butler, who is the owner of the L.A.-based consulting firm, Emergency Cafe, where you can get all your emergency preparedness information, kits, everything she's got it. She's also a forgiveness coach, Ho'oponopono Teachings. I am delighted to be here with her today and our very special guest, Sarah Grace. Good morning, both of you. Good morning. Yay. So little disclosure (laughs) here. Sarah Grace is a paramedic. She's a clairvoyant medium, a medical intuitive, and an energy healer. She is also the author of the book, Journey into Grace, and I'm telling you guys, it is one of those books that you can't put down. And on the back of her book, there's a disclosure from Nancy Levin that says, a powerful must read, and I could not agree more with that. And Sarah, I was Mm. so fascinated by your story. And you know, Sarah, I don't know if you know, but if you remember, but a couple years ago, we were in a group together that Nancy Levin was doing a pilot group for her book, Worthy. And so we were in this group. Yeah, and so, like, you know, how you kind of get to know people in groups because we're a little bit vulnerable and we share some stuff. But when I read your story, I was literally knocked back. I wanted to close the door and not turn off the phone and, like, I don't want anyone to talk to me until I know every single thing about your story. And the way, oh. that, you weave, the way that you weave your personal memoir, oh, I'm getting goosebumps, with actually your paramedic sightings and the, the psychic stuff that you did with your um with your work working as a paramedic was so fascinating to me the way you wove that in really great writing and i was hoping today just before we get started with our questions to just read one of the paragraphs of this book that just made me stop in my tracks okay absolutely so, yay okay. thank you <laughs> so uh here we go so mr morrison stole so i'm sorry mr morrison's soul stood behind his wife of 52 years as I told her the most difficult news a paramedic can deliver. I'm sorry, ma'am, but your husband is dead. We did everything we could, but his heart would not restart. There is nothing else we can do for him. The dainty elderly woman wearing a pink bathrobe and curlers threw herself into me, collapsing as the news that would change her life forever washed over her in one crushing wave. The body of Mr. Morrison lay on the floor of the bedroom where we had worked to resuscitate him, but his spirit stood in front of us with his hand on his wife's shoulder. He looked at her tenderly, and I felt a warm rush of compassion and love surround her, pausing briefly as though listening to information coming from a space beyond him. I felt the clarity and understanding settle around his soul. Mr. Morrison looked one last time at his beloved wife, nodded briefly to me, turned around, and dissolved into thin air. Wow. So, wow. So, Sarah Grace, like you, uh, you have visions and you started this at a very young age. And so I would love for you to start with the very beginning of when you kind of knew that you had some gifts that other people didn't have and what that was like for you. Uh, well, thank you for such a, a wonderful introduction, Kathy. And thank you for having me here on your program this morning, both of you. Um, my clairvoyant visions just turned on one day when I was seven. So I went to bed and quote unquote normal, whatever that is, just not, you know, perceiving (laughs) subtle energies. And then 
one day I woke up the next day and I could see aura, so different color structures around people. And then it, it progressed into feeling, you know, what other people were feeling and sensing thoughts and, you know, just different uh, kind of overlays of subtle energy fields, uh, both around plants and animals and uh, people. And I was raised in a very conservative and small town in South Dakota, pre-internet. So this is no access to the outside world. And um, it was a, a beautiful place to, to grow up, at, with the exception of not necessarily having a, a broad reference range to a lot of different ways of, of living and, and viewing things. Mm-hmm. And so when I started talking about it openly, um, my family was kind of concerned, and I was pretty, I was <laughs> shut down, you know. And it's like... Mm-hmm. Understandable now, I guess, you know, for the date and the space and the time. But I, what happened is that I internalized a toxic shame when I came to understand that other people weren't seeing spirits or they weren't seeing uh, colors around people or, or intuitive, intuiting these types of things. And so really I started to think that something was really wrong with me, specifically mentally wrong with me. And so I shut it down and I closeted it and I didn't say anything about it for a long, long time. And for the next 20 plus years, I ran around really trying everything to make it go away. So I was a a tremendous overachiever for a while. And then I got into drugs and alcohol and all kinds of other crazy things that are all chronicled in the book, just trying to, I was going to say all in the book and you're very transparent, and I love that about this book. Yeah, well, thank you. Oh, my gosh, it was so incredibly arduous to write. But my intuition as I was writing it, it was just like, put it all in there, like everything in there. And it, while it was incredibly cathartic to me, what I'm coming to understand now is mm-hmm. my willingness to, to exp- express and kind of share those levels of, uh, like the skeletons in my closet and all of these things. It, it, what's happening is it's giving people permission to, to be okay with their mistakes and what they've been through and seeing that, hey, man, we all mess up. We've all been through different things. And, you know, that we can overcome it, we can integrate it, and we can thrive beyond that. So that's really uh, a powerful message in the book. It really is. And, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting because when we see someone, like on social media, and, you know, like say you hadn't written a book, you wouldn't look at your picture. You'd be like, like Carrie said, oh, my God, she's like a fairy. She's so beautiful. And then you read your book and you're like, and and you're like, yeah. And she had to uncover every layer to get to this beautiful, shining beauty that's coming through you in your pictures. Because when you read the book, you're like, you had to get, you had to go through a lot of hard traumatic stuff. And so how did that play in, uh, you know, and I know some of this because I've read, but, but how does that play into you becoming the paramedic? And you, I mean, I guess I'm jumping forward too fast because what I want to say is when you went through all the trauma and then you owned who you were. Like, how did that transform at that point and where the paramedic played into that? Because I think that's a really big part of the book. It is, and thank you. Um, you know, intuitively, I kind of had a knowing or a sense that I should become a paramedic. But when I was younger and I was still really kind of in the thick of it, it was it was too big for me. It was too much. It was like I, I was scared of it because there's a lot of responsibility as a paramedic. And I thought, you know, who am I? Like I could kill somebody if I messed up. Like no way, you know. But I didn't um, – I just wasn't ready. And so I continued to flounder in my life. And it wasn't until I hit like another rock bottom where everything was just pointing to – it's like – 
you can do this or you can just die pretty much, you know? And so I finally mm-hmm. listened to, to my intuitive guidance and kind of like, all right, I had this nudge, like for whatever reason, an ambulance would go by and I just kind of have this knowing like you should do that. So finally mm-hmm. I went and I enrolled at the, the UCLA EMT program and I went through EMT school and then I started in South Central LA in Compton, Inglewood and kind of Hawthorne uh, area in the 911 system. And it was incredibly um Intense. I mean, obviously intense. It's an intense environment just in general. Uh, and then to have empathic and clairvoyant visions on top of it, it was really a lot mm-hmm. for me to, to deal with. That being said, as I progressed as a medic, as I progressed and kind of got comfortable and familiar with 911 and what we do and, you know, kind of the protocols and whatnot, uh, the energies and all of these things that I had closeted for so long just began kind of flowing through me on calls. So I became that medic who was always there for death. Like death was just kind of one of my specialties, if you will. And, and it was intense and at first it freaked me out, but then it was like, I just had this, I just knew what to say or I just knew what to do or I knew what was coming and it just started to make sense. And so on one hand, it was, um, beautiful because the invitation it was emerging right i had to trust myself enough to to enroll and go through the the process of becoming an emt and then a paramedic while simultaneously allowing and becoming curious about what these energies are and what it was was Mm -hmm. i mean i was i was so closeted and it really that the fear of being mentally ill i think my my understanding in the thousands of people that i'm working with now worldwide who are intuitive or sensitive or clairvoyant or whatever that's one of kind of the the predominant fears is that there's something some mental imbalance or instability and what I'm coming to understand is like while that does happen sometimes and there are people that are actually uh, mentally unstable that are in this field a large sector of people that are just sensitive they're actually there's nothing mentally wrong with them it's just that we're open to perceiving these different layers and levels of energetic awareness and so it's been an unfolding the paramedicine mm-hmm. and becoming a medic, it was absolutely critical because it, it provided that platform for that energy and the abilities just to, uh, to manifest. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's amazing. So, Grace, let me ask you something. This is Carrie. I have a, I have a couple of things. Hi, Carrie. All, hi, sweetheart. Compton, I mean, I mean, I live in, in Southern California, so, like, I'm right, like, I get that. Like, that's um you know, wow, like for you to, for that to be your first experience, you know, that's, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and I, you know, just like, I'm, I'm so curious about so many things. I want to figure out where to go here. So I guess one of my questions is when you were little, like, I love the fact that you just said like with no, you know, with no like pomp or circumstance, like one morning you just woke up and it wasn't like, it was just like so like here you go like there you know you didn't like hear any trumpets you know or anything like Mm-mm. that it was just boom here you go and then and i love that because that's usually just how it happens right you know it's mm-hmm. just, it's we we imagine with these gifts that somehow you know like in a meditation or something you know there's like some white light that just kind of explodes or something and i just i'm 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 what's the word? I'm reassured, I guess, to hear that it was just yep, it just kind of happened that way. Yeah, um, absolutely. I wonder what what do you 
imagine, like, because you were clearly drawn to the EMT world, right? Like, there was something mm-hmm. about it with you. And I just wonder, like, where do you think that that came from as far as, you know, like, you you saw, like, do you think it was, like, a past life? I'm just, you know, I'm always curious to find out, like, where, how people find their path. And right. I'm just, like, do, do you know, like, do you know where that came from, being in, a psychic and an empath and like, or do you just kind of go with, well, I guess that's just my path this, this time around. Uh, as far as I can tell, you know, it's, it's just kind of part of my, my incarnation. And when I was mm-hmm. um, young and the energy started opening and I love that you spoke to that because, you know, a lot of times people are hoping for or thinking that they're maybe not doing something right or that it should be different if the energies or the, the intuitive awarenesses are very subtle. And it's, it's very often that way. I mean, we can have huge um, non-dualistic, you know, unity consciousness experiences through different types of meditation or different types of shamanic practice. All that kind of stuff is possible. And the bulk of what I'm talking about and when my, my abilities opened when I was young, it was a very gentle, very gradual, very non, you know, spectacular. It was just all, yep, here it is. And then I was like, well, what is that? You know, what's that about? And it was so subtle that it just was like normal to me. And it wasn't until I started talking to my other friends and family and they're like, no, we don't see that, you know, that I started to understand <laughs> that. Oh, wait, wait a second. There's something different here. And as far as being a paramedic, when I was young, about eight eight, nine, ten, somewhere in there, I was actually told uh, that I would write a book about these experiences and it would help to kind of bridge an understanding, uh, collective understanding of these types of energies. At the time, I had no idea what that meant. And with the impression or just kind of that intuitive knowing, like when I'd see an ambulance or a fire truck go by, it was just this like... Mm -hmm this feeling like, Oh, you're meant to do yeah. that. You know, you should, you should do that. And so where that comes from, is that an impress, you know, part of this incarnation? Is it beyond, you know, into parallel lives or past, present, future lives, all of that kind of stuff. That could be a whole wormhole that we could drop into. And for now, I think it's, it's really just part of like, you know, what I'm here, what I'm here to do in this life. Yeah. That's the way I think. Mm-hmm. Great question though. Great question. Thanks. And it was just, it's, I guess it's just a familiarity, you know, it's like almost like an unexplained familiarity to like, mm-hmm. to, I mean, I have those, exper- I mean, I think we all do, you know, and I just, mm-hmm. I was I, um, just, and then I love how you, you know, with all the people that you work with and stuff. Yes. I, I really, I, I can completely understand that because we're, you know, if, like, let's say you hear voices or whatever, you know, for mm-hmm. for most people, like, in society, it's like, oh, you have a mental illness. But the truth is, is like, no, like, you really, you know, you're connecting, like, there's something happening. But we as society don't, you know, we don't have that openness to thinking that we're really connecting, right? So mm-hmm. it's it's one of those crazy things where people can, so many people can misinterpret a gift as a mental illness. And I'm so grateful that you really just, you know, came to the realization that it's, it's not that, and it is a gift. And right. Absolutely. And it's, it feels to me like at least when I was young, you know, and, and kind of in the middle of nowhere going through this by myself, like obviously I felt very isolated. And then now flash forward all of these years and I've been through, 
16 years as a paramedic and I have my own private practice and I've written this book and it's a different lens or view. And what I've come to understand is like there are so many of us. I mean, probably literally millions of us, and there are all kinds. There's business professionals, and there's other doctors, and other cops, and medics, and nurses, and hospice workers, and moms, and you know, single parents. And I mean, it's it it spans everyone, and it's incredible. What I'm saying, it is is gifted people, people who are you know somehow perceiving higher layers or levels of energetic information, whether it be hearing guidance or seeing angels or spirits or seeing feeling auras or whatever it is and so i'm excited i feel like this is opening it at you know it's it's been like a big part of my my life path you know if i kind of knew from an early early age that i was going to be creating or helping to create something that brings it into more of the mainstream consciousness and now to actually see it happening is incredibly exciting you know the the book is doing really well and that's exciting, and we're just starting the screenplay, which I'm, like, over the moon about because that really, what? to me. Oh, my Yeah, girl. Oh, yeah, girl. Can't even. Like, it's, oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, it's totally <laughs> happening. I'm so excited. And so, like, you know, it's, it. yeah, I'm just, I'm obviously super excited. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sarah, I it's, love it's that taking, taking, it's obviously, I was just going to say to me. <laughs> No, we're all so excited we're talking. <laughs> so when I, my biggest thing that I would really like to help contribute is, you know, when I was in that in the closet about this for 25 years, the the internal discourse and the trauma and the, you know, is a really toxic and uncomfortable time of my life. And so if I mm-hmm. can help people understand and take the fear away, right? Just by giving them mm-hmm. a safe platform, something that they can understand, something that is practical that they can actualize and, pro- and plug into their everyday lives, then it, it, they can take their power back, right? They can find their power within themselves. This isn't a movement to like, oh, come follow me. This is like a, hey, this is a huge invitation to you, to your power, to your abilities, to your strengths, right? So let's talk about it. And so through the book and through the movie, the eventual movie, the screenplay, and all of these things, that is my driving force is really like providing that safe stable platform for people to just learn to be okay with themselves and from there they can bloom they can blossom and they can thrive <laughs> drop the mic uh Sarah, <laughs> i i just want to say i just want to say that you know um the whole thing about the screenplay i've been excited hearing about it i am in sarah's group integrative intuitive which is one of my favorite mm-hmm. groups and you know i'm very people that know me know i'm really selective because you can get overwhelmed but i love your group because of what you do share and it's very non-invasive and it's just every time you share i'm like oh i love this but we were talking you were talking about your screenplay and i got excited and i remember i also have that on my 50 desires list to write a series and I was reading your book, and I'm going, oh, my God, like, you could watch this every week. And this is, like, mm-hmm. there's so much because the way that you weave it in the story with present day and past day. And so I, I just wanted to say congratulations because I know how much work goes into a screenplay. I know how much goes into writing a book, and I'm just in awe and inspired by that to keep going my own self. That being said, Thank one you. of the things in your book that I think was really impactful and that I wanted our listeners to hear about was that when you had gone through this very, very serious time, troubled time in your sort of teen years, and you actually, you know, 
try to take your own life. I'm going to not try to mm-hmm. give away the farm. But what you, but what happens for you is you hear a voice. And when I read that, and I just got goosebumps when I said it, I know for me my wake-up call also came from a voice. And I remember when I heard a voice, and this was only five years ago, but it was my wake-up voice saying, hey, you got to stop living this way. And so when mm-hmm. you wrote that about that, when you wrote that and you were hearing the voice in your teens and this started, you know, or when you finally kind of came to terms with changing your life, I just thought, how do people know and how did you know when that voice was from the other side or from your higher energy source, from your higher power, and just not your mind going, oh, this is ridiculous. I just want to differentiate that feeling. If you, I know what I felt like and I just want our listeners to hear what you, because I know in your book it's pretty clear and pretty phenomenal story. Absolutely, and I think that's another really great question because a lot of people want to know, like, how do I how do I know how to trust my intuition or listen to my intuition? How do I know if it's my, just my voice or what or my mind squawking? And so the mind is the chatterbox that we all have, right? It sounds a lot like our own voice, and it just kind of goes on incessantly. I think most of us are pretty comfortable or just familiar with that. The voice that my intuitive, like the one that you're speaking of, and the and the guidance that I kind of continue to work with. Um, it's a different it's whether it comes in as like a a female voice or a a male's voice but it's a different voice than my standard running dialogue in my head my guidance comes in at the left side of my head about two feet and I feel this warm pressure so it's like for me it's an actual physical sensation as though some someone or something is right there standing next to me and it's an interruption into my traditional thought stream and so Mm -hmm. it's a very different it's a very different um, dynamic Mm. yeah one of the things I'm trying to think now, um, you were talking about, uh, and Carrie, when you were, and Carrie was talking about that feeling that you get that you just kind of knew. And right mm-hmm. when you were saying that, I was remembering when I first was introduced to Abraham's teaching that I mm-hmm. suddenly opened up some part of my awareness that when that feeling was in my body for whatever was going on, like talking to you or, you know, something pops up as an email or somebody offers me an opportunity and I get that feeling in my stomach um, that that's the right path I'm on. So I would love, I just wanted to say I loved that when you said that because it really is a physical feeling of knowing. And when you know it and you mm-hmm. start to practice that and exercise it more, you really get to go on the path to writing your book mm-hmm. and writing your screenplay and working with your clients and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I just want to lead right into the stuff that you offer because you offer like hands-on healing, medical intuitive, mm-hmm. and mentoring. And maybe you could just kind of lend some uh, information on a little bit of what you offer your, in, a, in, a, in a session with, with Sarah Grace. Yeah, absolutely. So in addition to the 16 years of of paramedicine and Western medicine, I was trained in Reiki, in shamanic lineage, multiple uh, shamanic traditions and lineage, medical intuition, and mediumship. And so what I've come to understand is that every individual needs something different. Some people that come to see me and work with me are just wanting help understanding their own intuitive abilities or, you know, make sense of what they're working with in in an energetic fashion. Some people are working with, like, really severe traumas and trying to overcome PTSD and, like, dealing with really gnarly things like that. And some people are are dealing with full-on disease processes. Um, 
so the hands-on, now understand I do both in person, I'm in, in Northern California, and I do phone and Skype, so I work with people all over the, all over the world. And e- mm-hmm. they're both equally as effective because in a, in a distance mm-hmm. session I can still see your energy field as though you're standing in front of me, right? And so um, in the in-person sessions, or just in our sessions in general, we'll do a, a basic energy clearing, we'll ha- balance the hemispheres between the right and the left side of the body, and then if there's any... It's almost like psychic surgery, right? So because I have the background in the anatomy physiology and I can see the various layers of the energetic and auric infrastructures, kind of my specialty is helping realign, right, and do any kind of quote-unquote mm-hmm. surgical procedures. Of course, it's energetic. It's not a physical surgery. But the, it, it can be incredibly potent in reactivating or realigning or helping to integrate and move traumas out of the, the organs, the tissues, the cells, or the higher layers of the, the bodies. So that can be done in person and distance and then I'm a huge believer like I said before that we're all our own greatest teachers and healers and it's wonderful to get sessions it's wonderful to get those types of things but the rubber meets the road when we're back in our house by ourselves going through the same you know crap and it's like so I love giving people tools and like an actual uh, program like okay these books could be helpful to you or these Ayurvedic or Chinese herbs could help you or potentially acupuncture acupressure floating colon hydrotherapy like there's a myriad of different ways you know and some people still need western medication some people need you know western surgeries I it's all to me it's all God it's all energy right and so finding the the structure um, and program that can best serve the person after the session so that they can really get up and out and implement a new way of living. That's I really believe that that's why my practice is as, uh, as flush and thriving as it is because it's like mm-hmm. you come, you, you get a session, and then it's like it keeps going far beyond just that day, right? Yeah. Right. I love that work. I love that work. I do. I'm so, so I, I just want to like sign up with you. Like, I don't know yeah, what to talk about, but like, I want to do it. I just want to have my energy read and like, you tell me, like, right. what do I need? Yeah. Oh my God, that's well, I love it. I love it. It's incredible. And like I said, that I also have mentorship programs. I have a four-week accelerated program, and then I have a six-month one that's a little bit more integrated. So it depends. The people that do the four-month accelerated programs are oftentimes either healers and people that have kind of been at it for a while, and they're just wanting a tune-up and kind of maybe an upgrade. Um, and then people, other people are kind of in a do-or-die in their life. Like everything's crumbling, and they, they're just everything's falling apart, which to me is a breakthrough, breakdown, breakthrough. Right, and Absolutely. so those are kind of the, Absolutely. yeah. So I have those for the the four week, and and um and then the six month are usually looking to create something uh, new for themselves in their lives. You know, just whether that be in in their working environment or in the family or in their personal power or whatever whatever that looks like. So I have those programs available. I've got meditation series available on my website. We've got the books. I've got a personal power guide book and all kinds of stuff going on. (laughs) I know. It's amazing. Well, Sarah Grace, tell everybody like where, okay, so exactly what your website is. Do you have Facebook pages, Instagram, like where can we find you and what can we, what can we do to get you? So uh, Sarah, Sarah K, just the the letter K, SarahKGrace.com is my I'm just going to interrupt you for one second because it's, it, it's, it's Sarah with an H. 
So it's not just Sarah, Sarah S-A-R-A. It's S-A-R-A-H. K great. That's perfect. Thank you, K great. Sure. Thank you so much. That's, that's an important clarification. And from there, you can access and you can see these programs that I'm talking about. You can contact me for a session. Uh, You can get the workbook. The Journey into Grace, Tales of a Psychic Paramedic, and the Personal Power uh, Guidebook are both on Amazon uh, under Sarah K. Grace. And please, on Facebook, you guys, come join the Integrated Intuitive page. It's really that Kathy was talking about. You come on because what we – it's not, it, yeah, it's not one of those invasive, annoying pages. What it is, it's like, hey, mm-hmm. all of us are gifted. All of us are working with awesome stuff. So, like, how can we all collaborate? How can we all help one another, right? We have everything oh, from, like, nurses that. and doctors and physicians to medicine men to mm-hmm. you name it in there. Yeah. It's just an amazing, amazing place. So you can find me there and my Sarah, uh, Facebook, my business page, Sarah K. Grace. Uh, Instagram is Sarah K. Grace 111. I believe you'll find me. Yes, <laughs> it's the whole thing. And I love the one, one, one because if you notice, and when you when you guys go to Sarah K. Grace's uh, website and, and link on her products, a lot of her products are meditations, eleven dollars, eleven dollars for yep. this, eleven, eleven for this. For the, and I loved that when I saw it. I'm like, that is so cute. A, it's affordable. B, it's amazing yep. stuff. And I'm like looking at your meditation series last night going, yeah, I want every single one of these. And because I'm just starting to teach meditation. So it's like perfect. And uh, and I just love that because 1111 is like Carrie's and our favorite numbers, you know, all about that. Oh, so perfect. Sarah, I can't thank you enough for, t- I know how busy you are. And I, I love that you're in Northern California. I'm in Northern California. So Carrie Butler, we have you beat today. But uh, I just wanted to thank you for coming on the show and sharing who you were. I want everyone to go out and buy this book. We're waiting for the screenplay. We're definitely going to have you back. I know you've been on the red carpet already a couple of times. You just do so many amazing things. It's super fun to watch you. But I'm going to leave everybody with this last little piece that I took off your website because when I read it, I was like, this is Sarah Grace. So it says, understanding that the whole human experience is just a whimsical moment of infinite creation. Sarah chooses to embrace life fully while empowering her clients to do the same. Yeah. I love that. Thank you guys. Oh, we could talk forever. Uh, Yeah. I'd love to come back back and go even. Yeah. Awesome. Because we didn't even get into your next book and all the other stuff that we have to talk about. So, We will definitely have you back on the show, and thank you so much, Sarah. Have a blessed day. Thanks, you too. Bye, guys. Bye, everybody. Bye, sweetheart. Have a great day. Oh, my gosh. Don't you just love Sarah Grace? In love. My newest crush. Love, love, love her so much. Wow. I'm Her so excited so to, like, learn more. Yeah, I, I mean, like, literally when you're reading this book, no joke, you can uh, – I'm getting goosebumps. It, it, really, the book got me emotional. It, it, I was able to really visualize. Like, you know how you read a fiction novel? You know, if you're a person who reads fiction novels and you're, like, so engrossed in the story that you can't put the book down. But this is a true story but it reads like a novel and you just like I've got to get to the next page oh wait I've got to know what happens next those books are captivate me and I was captivated by it and and on the other flip side of that I had no idea how 
and what her life story was, even having been in groups and working with her. And, you know, cause, but when you know somebody has been to the darks and then to the light, like it's so inspiring. So she's just a really inspiring person, and I'm truly going to be ordering her meditation because I know her voice will just soothe me. Oh, I know. I'm I'm gonna call her for sure. I just it's funny that you say it was emotional because like I have you know full disclosure I haven't read the book yet, but I literally have a lump in my throat right now. Like I'm not sure, but yeah. definitely some energy has moved me today. And mm-hmm. ugh. anyway, so I know we yeah. both have crazy busy days today. So I have oh, my no. card deck here. I haven't used it in a bit. My mermaids and dolphins. So I'm gonna pull a card from there. And um, today, and happy Wayne Dyer Wednesday, everybody. Happy Uh, Wayne Wayne Dyer Wednesday. Um, I have a quote I'm going to read today, too. Okay. Well, you read the quote. I'm going to tell you that I just pulled the most amazing card for today. It's called Treasure Chest. And, oh, I love this card. Um, An unforeseen windfall of new abundance comes to you now. I love that. I love any abundance cards. Bring them my way. Um, (laughs) Let me read to you exactly what it means here. Your prayers for financial support have been heard and assistance is here for you now. It comes in wonderful, unexpected ways. Remain in a state of gratitude that says the money is already here, even if there's no visible evidence of it yet. When you feel grateful before the demonstration of supply occurs, it reveals your faith. And your faith is the energy that draws riches to you without delay. Affirm frequently, thank you for all the support, supply, abundance, and money that you bring to me. I am grateful for all of these riches which I use in a divine way to bring blessings to the earth. Oh, no. And so it is with that one. Your turn. Okay, so the first thing I'm going to do, so my Wayne Dyer Wednesday quote is actually, I'm stepping out of the box here, a quote from Anita Marjani. And anybody who knows Wayne (laughs) and and Anita were seriously besties. And my first uh, sighting or inspiration of Anita Marjani was actually through a seminar. I signed up to see Wayne Dyer, and I had no idea who she was. And I've heard, if you've listened to her radio show at all, you know that she has so many Wayne stories that it's just phenomenal. This came across my Facebook page today, and I absolutely loved it. So I said this. I'm going to read this today because I think that Wayne wants me to. So, having already faced, here we go. Okay. Having already faced death, I know now that spending a lifetime of always playing it safe, for example, by choosing the safest career, by pleasing people, worrying about what everyone else thinks of me, meeting everyone else's expectations except my own, being what everyone else wanted me to be, etc., is a totally wasted life. Bam. Whoa. Yeah, wow. man, it is so, just all about living your best life. You guys, just really go out there is. and freaking do it. Just do, do it. it. I mean, look at Sarah Grace. She's literally writing a screenplay from her book. And, you know, to me, I'm, like, so inspired by that. I'm, like, because, you know, I want to have Netflix series with my name on it. So it just was so exciting. Okay, one card. 
I picked the card today uh, from the Universal Card Deck, and it is the word openness. Do not be limited by old, outdated belief systems. Do not be limited by old, outdated belief systems. Open your mind to new ideas. Secrets are now revealed. Expand your awareness. This card signals a need to touch in with the tender spots, which reveal areas of pain. Do not shut down at the first sign of discomfort. Be open to new opportunities for increased health and vigor, and an unexpected resolution may be at hand. So be open today. Just be open. I love that, too. Be open to the signs. Be open to the messages, the feelings, the intuitive thoughts that may come your way. All of it. Beautiful. All right, everybody. This has been an amazing show. I'm so blessed to have you as my friend and to have this beautiful day in front of me. And I know you have a lot of things in front of you today. So I love you. And I'm so grateful for our listeners. So we love you guys so much. Have a great day. Next week, we don't. Do we have a show next week? Yes, we do. We do Carrie Sires is back. Oh my God! You oh, guys, it's Carrie Sires, right? Is about... Carrie Sires? Wait, what's what's the date next week? Is it the thirty oh, first? We're so funny. We're so funny. We are funny. So funny. Pause, please, while we take a brief moment to figure out the date next week. <laughs> it's very annoying. No, I think we have somebody else first. But Angels, we'll Ruth, and Angels Ruth and Boots. Angels Ruth and Boots. Oh, that's right. Oh my God! But she's like another. She's another. Um, she's another card reader and psychic, and she also does essential oils, like angel blessed essential oils. So it is going to be amazing. So we'll post all about that as well. I'm so excited. She's from Texas, so she's going to bring a little sass to our readings. Um, awesome. So that's it. All right, you guys. All right. Well, have everybody a have a day. blessed day. Aloha. Bye.